Hey guys, welcome back to the Cryptonics Podcast. It's been a bit since we've posted an episode. I think our last one was end of 2020 or something like that. Um, and if you are still listening, then thank you so much. I just wanted to pop something super quick in the front of this episode because we get into some heavier topics. We talk about depression and suicide, both related to the topics we talk about and just through our own personal discussion. discussion. So if that's something that you don't necessarily want to listen to or could be triggering, then this is just an FYI. It is closer to the end of the episode and we do have another warning right before we get into it. Just wanted to mention that before we start. Also, uh, something really fun that Flog is doing, that if you get to the end of this episode and you're like, oh my god, I want to listen to more creepy stuff, she is randomly choosing some SCPs and reading them out and diving into them on her YouTube channel, which I will link in the show notes and wherever else I end up posting the podcast. Definitely check that out because it's a lot of fun, and the first one that she goes into is... One that I had not read before and just kind of sent me back down that SCP rabbit hole that is so wonderful to fall into sometimes. Okay, I will stop rambling and we'll get into the beginning of the podcast. Uh, Thanks again for listening. Welcome to the Cryptonics Podcast, hosted by Flog and Circeanic. Music is by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. What are we talking about today? What, what I don't was know. It I just wanted to hear you talk about spooky stuff. I just spooky wanted to stuff. like vibe and hear you talk about like spooky things that have like happened to you or spooky stuff that you've been thinking mm-hmm. about lately like oh i've been really liking blair witch or just like a spooky true crime like anything you got that spooky i want i'm here for it okay originally i think when you messaged me my thought was oh what are some good true crime things that you like yeah and i i have two in particular because i was just like okay. going through the the unresolved mysteries subreddit and i was like <gasps> what are some good ones they'll have some good ones you know yeah two things that I love the most they're not really like murders or anything in particular Mm -hmm. the first one is something that I remember seeing um something about this on the internet like when I was a teenager and it was so creepy to me and it's the max headroom broadcast hacking that happened in Chicago in like the 80s do you remember seeing that on the internet it's like I have no idea what any of the I understood the word max as a person so you can see because it might jog your memory if you see it as opposed to um just hearing about it no so this was like this was something that happened in the 80s and they still haven't figured out who did it or whatever and it was just some random i i mean i have a feeling it was probably just some troll who was like fuck yeah we can hack the signal and just put out some random shit out there because yeah the videos that they like hacked and, and played on the stations were just, like, random. Like, I think right at the end of one of them, he, someone, like, smacks his ass with a fly swatter on <laughs> screen, and you're just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Um, I think the second part that they played on a different 
channel or a different station or whatever played during a Doctor Who episode. And I'm just what? like, what the fuck would go through my head if I was sitting and watching TV and this just creepy ass clip came on of this dude in a mask who's just doing weird things. And I think at some point he starts singing some song and right at the end he gets his ass smacked by a fly swatter and then you got to go back to Doctor Who after that. Like, I just don't understand. <laughs> I can't. I don't know what I would do. And it, it just creeped me out for the longest time. That feels like the weirdest nerd porn where you're like, like what, watching Doctor, Doctor Who, Who and then, oh no, the TV went to a channel and this guy's getting spanked with a flies water. <laughs> Whatever will you do? I don't know. It feels like the beginning of a bad porno, but for nerds. Yeah. Maybe someone could potentially get off to this, but I don't think it was meant for I it. Mean, that's for sure. People get off to weirder. I'll read you a little bit about what actually happens like in these clips that played. So yeah. there's the first one that played on WGN TV. These are both the uh, stations in Chicago, WGN TV. And then the second one was on WTTV and it happened on November 22nd in 1987. So a while ago. What kind of TVs were out then? That's a good question. I'm going to assume that why they were tube TVs. Yeah, they had to be, right? I don't think any other type of TV really Were they that far ahead? I don't know enough about <laughs> TV electronics to know, I'm like, but they it... just boomer enough to remember some of old technology, but not boomer enough to know 80s technology. I think 80s is technically still millennial too like right at the end wait of it. really so, yeah i think it's like 89 oh. or something like that i it's... like just skirted into the millennial era oh yeah we're we're full-on millennials but yeah just so but like just millennials you know but yeah i'm not quite sure it says that this was a broadcast signal intrusion so it obviously they just like there was a frequency that they were broadcasting on and this person was just able to get their shit on that frequency and it played on these stations because of it so so yeah the first clip was just like i don't know if you can tell from the link i sent you it actually just has a picture of it it was just like a person in that mask and max headroom i think is some sort of i don't know if he's like for made specifically for advertising or something Uh, Yeah, I I have no idea what a Max Headroom is. He's some sort of character from a show. That's all I really know. Um, I never actually watched the show. So someone is wearing a mask of him and sitting in front of like a piece of corrugated metal that's kind of like twisting and turning behind him. That's really, um, oh, what's the term? What's the word? Disorienting? It's really disorienting. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would be like for our generation, it would be... (laughs) It would be like if he was wearing, like, a Johnny Bravo mask, you know, where it's, like, just enough people have seen Johnny Bravo that you, like, remember, you recognize the character, but you're not, like, that attached to it, so it feels weird. I don't know how popular or well-known Max Hedrum was in the late 80s, so I'm not quite sure how many people would have seen this mask and gone, oh, yeah, that's that guy. But the corrugated metal in the background, I think, is also supposed to mimic some sort of set from the show that Max Hedrum is on. So, like, obviously pulling forth that imagery, um, but in the first clip that plays on WGN TV, there isn't really any sound. It's just kind of static, I think. And then they were able to stop the the signal and kind of get their transmission back on track. And then when that happened, then uh, the second clip played on WTTV that had sound. And it was just this guy in this Max Hedrew mask, uh, the 
audio was distorted so you couldn't actually hear his proper voice. He talks about some WGN sportscaster being a freaking liberal or talking about something like that. He holds up a can of Pepsi and says catch the wave which I guess was some coca-cola catchphrase or something like like it's it's just odd you know he sings a theme song to some show um so he was advertising he's advertising different companies dude what if it was those companies what if that was their way of like black market advertising where you're like I want to advert like internet scandals right nowadays companies do like internet scandals because any news is good news. And so if you get trending on yeah. Twitter, even if it's for a bad thing. I guess so, yeah. What I if mean, this is also... their bad Twitter marketing to get canceled in the 80s? <laughs> I don't know? know if canceling was as big. I, like, I don't know if the social climate was the same to facilitate that. But oh, like, people have been canceling each other since like fucking Victorian dressing days. I will say, though, Scandals. part of this video, he apparently holds up he fingers the camera uh, with what Wikipedia says looks like a hollowed-out dildo and <laughs> pretends to take a shit at some point. So yeah. I'm not quite sure if they necessarily would, this would have been the correct way to do that well, kind like, of advertising. No, think of it like sponsored videos. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Pepsi's like, yo, I want to pay for this under, like, this black market advertisement. I want you to hack a news network and advertise my thing for one video and we'll pay you this much. And then this other fucking company uh, that he also endorsed or whatever was like, yeah, I want to advertise my company, same shit, blah, blah, blah. And then he does, like, some unsponsored videos just because, like, he wants to be known and build his like (laughs) build his resume for his black market advertising that would be pretty dope if that was yeah i just built the whole marketing model you're welcome see but i think also the thing that was creepy about this to me is i don't know if i can really see anything on wikipedia that talks about it but Mm -hmm. from when i originally read it I had been reading stuff online and people talking about, like, no one else had really hacked a a station in the same type of way, I guess. And it was just extra creepy the way that someone kind of went about it and how they were able to (gasps) get in and stuff like that. And, like, they still don't know who did it, which I guess if you can just get your signal in there, they might not even be able to find out where it came from or what's going on. I don't, I, (gasps) I'm way too young to know technology of the 80s, so... I have a new conspiracy theory. Okay. Ooh, tell me. Tell so me, it's tell me. not, it's not like a person that's doing black market marketing. It's the news networks themselves. They were marketing their news stations by like, oh no, we've been hacked. Because then you're watching their network to see if the hack is going to happen again. Because there's no YouTube back then to just look it up happening. So you got to try and catch it live. So it brings more viewers to their news networks to like watch oh my god are they gonna get hacked and then they're also taking in money from like pepsi and that other company to like promote their products during these like (laughs) hacking videos it's the news networks themselves it was an inside job from the top it always comes from the top so i'm reading actually a little more at the top of the wikipedia article apparently at the top top. that's right (laughs) apparently max Headroom like had some sort of endorsement with Coca-Cola. So there is a connection with mm-hmm. what he's saying in these clips to 
it it's it's making it seem like this really is just some parody of Max Headroom too because there's so many things that seem to link back to that and the station the WGN station mm -hmm. specifically that um he brings up a couple times that sports anchor he called a fucking liberal is from that station he also mentions something about world's greatest newspaper which is WGN the their call letters or something oh. so i mean inside job or inside maybe job. Conspiracy, another conspiracy theory, someone got fired from one of those stations, maybe Ooh. WGN, you know, and Scandal. they're like, well, middle finger, fuck you all, here's what we're gonna do, we're just gonna hack into your signal, which would be pretty dope. <laughs> would be very dope. So that's the first thing that kind of comes to mind of like, oh, what's something really creepy that, because yeah, just the videos themselves too are just creepy. Well, it's like unsettling, like it... Yeah. I don't even like mascots, let alone like someone in a mask. And let alone someone in a mask that looks like that. Right. Like he has a butt, forehead. Like he has that classic Arnold Schwarzenegger look. And the lighting is And the lighting is way. unsettling and like yellowed. Yeah. And the mask is like so Big much creepy. bigger. Well, I'm glad that you didn't know about this beforehand. Yeah, I had no fucking clue. I was able to get you learnt. Oh, also... I didn't really do like an intro or anything to this oh, podcast. Oh, fuck. Let's let's do that. Let's try and do that right now. Hey, listeners, it's been a while. It's been since, wait, when did our last episode come out? Was it November or was it December? I'm oh, God, bad. I don't remember. Probably November. I'm a bad podcast. Host. I think November. I been on. Oh, no, the website logged me out. Okay, I'll just log in later. I'm check that now. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's just too much effort. I'm too, I'm stoned. Anyways. <laughs> Welcome back to our podcast. We're doing a podcast thing again. Hi. Right, right this second. I think you and I had talked about maybe not doing like a strict schedule anymore. For yeah. This and just doing it when we feel like it and then yeah. putting it up, which for yeah. both of us having anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like the best solution. Yeah. I don't really know what my schedule is going to look like from time to time. So it's just easier if we kind of forego the schedule and then I don't have to worry about taking too long to edit or whatever. Hopefully that works for everyone listening because you're going to have to deal with it. Because you don't Anyways. get any other choice. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's good because there were times when I felt like I was like kind of forcing myself to come up with con some content because we were on a schedule and I just didn't have time to like do it properly. It felt like this well, is just going to help with that. And a lot of the people... Um, that listen, I'm assuming, I could be completely wrong because I don't have any, like, stats to pull that say it, but I think a lot of them come from my stream anyway. And so uh. they are all used to my chaotic, I'll go live <laughs> when I go live mentality, so why wouldn't that translate over to content I can control? Perfect, yes. Anyways, so that's, that's an update, I guess, on that stuff. And because I forgot to do this in the beginning of the podcast, well, maybe I'll just leave it in here or I can put it in the front. We'll see how I feel when I'm actually <laughs> We'll see. This recording will end up somewhere in the timeline, but it might be a different <laughs> timeline. <laughs> Wherever you are in this timeline, I hope you're enjoying it so far. <laughs> a part of me also is just like, Let's just go with the flow. Like, fuck it. Does it listen? Does we're it chaotic really need people. Structure? I think yeah. that we just kind of have to like. I felt when we first started the podcast, I was still very excited for it and like enjoying it, but it felt so like 
restrictive like a job right kind yeah of. like super yeah. jobby like we we have a production schedule we have we want to do this topic by this day and this topic by this day i think it and then like structured and trying to get our intro in certain spots and be professional and like this mm-hmm. is something that i try in everything i try too hard to be professional and i'm just kind of realizing lately why nobody cares if it's structured right the only person that cares if it's structured right is us why not just fuck it be chaotic i know and i went in so heavy at first because i was like oh fuck yeah i can make a spreadsheet <laughs> i can plan this all out i have things i still like the spreadsheet though i still like the spreadsheet yeah i'm proud of that spreadsheet i'm not getting rid of it i'm oh, still good. gonna use it right yeah i love um, it it's just it's just not gonna be quite as uh structured <laughs> but we'll just make it rainbow colored i'm so down for that mm-hmm. um Anyway, so that was the intro slash second part of the episode, depending on where I end up putting this. But I might just end up leaving it where it is because it's fun. You may even cut it all and paste it at the end, just as like a little surprise. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got to wait till the end to hear about when we're going to be releasing (laughs) episodes. (laughs) And introduce ourselves, which we haven't even done yet. Oh, hi. I forgot about that part. I just got right into, like, yeah. we talked about the podcast at some point. We should let everyone know. Yeah. Um, see, here's the other problem. Okay. I've been thinking because my username on Twitch is Techronomicon, and uh-huh. I do have a tech another Techronomicon Instagram that mm-hmm. used to be, like, an art account, and then I just didn't do anything with it. So I'm wondering if I should switch to Techronomicon but, like, is that weird to do when no, I already have No, that's not out? weird at all. There's a specific okay. term for it, um, just rebranding. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But, like, for, for some of the episodes, I've already said, oh, oh. Hey, I'm Cersei Anik. Nah. That's okay. not weird. It's our podcast. Okay. We'll decide if it's weird. And I've decided okay. it's not weird. So you're okay, fine. cool. Bet. Thank you. That's awesome. Okay. Yes. So, we, do you want me to call you reality. that, too, now? Um... I guess so. You, could, I mean, you could just say tech. Right now, I just kind of like people... still call you by your name. <laughs> I mean, that also works because even when I go into people's streams, they just say Taylor anyways. Yeah, listen, my bad. <laughs> it's so weird to me. The idea of you calling me Flog is weird to me. Yeah, it's sometimes weird. Like when I talk to other people about you and have to call you flog it's like it's it's less weird now because it's been a while since yeah. started streaming so it's kind of more natural <laughs> but like it was a trip in my brain when i first started and there were many times i had to delete steph instead of flog and like oh i mean i'm yeah. fine with you saying that anyway zach's zach still calls me steph too and like whenever okay. he refers to me he calls me steph and i think joel does too so like don't feel pressured oh, okay. because it's also weird because we've known each other for what like 12 years we've been friends it's longer. I think it was 13 years at one point because we... Oh, I think it's 14. I think 14 with you and 16 with Joel. Oh my god. Our our friendship is almost legal. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great Which means we have a few years of our friendship being illegal. Wait, what are you Which implying? makes it sound badass. Our friendship is against the law to drink. <laughs> In age only. What In were age. we talking about? What were we just talking about? Something. Um, oh, because we've been friends for like 14 years. I have 14 years of you calling me Steph. Oh, right. It's suddenly weird to be called something else. Unless you want to call me Annie. That's fine. 
Annie? Do other people call you Annie, too? I feel like I've, I associate that name with you, but I can't remember why. Oh, my God. It's, see, so, so that's weird because, no, there's nobody else that really calls me Annie. But I feel like I associate more with that than with Steph. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm totally down to call you that if you want. Well, and that's... I don't know if I, like... I know my family will never adjust. And I mm-hmm. also feel... I almost have, like, imposter syndrome with it. Ah. Uh, where, yeah. like, I feel like I associate more with Annie. I actually associate most with my... One of my middle names, Charlie. I associate most with that. And I had a coworker that told me that she preferred that, too. I associate most with that. But Annie is, like, a close second because stuff a knee, like... Mm-hmm. You know, it's right there. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I'll call you whatever you want. It's, it's your name, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if I change it or, like, wanted to start being referred to as that, it would cause more of a hassle because then everyone has to start calling me that. And then because I'm so, I get so anxious about bothering other people, then I'm mm. like, oh, then they have, like, then they're calling me that because they feel obligated to and it's more work for them because they have to put thought into it. And so I feel bad about it and I don't make them. See, but if they're your actual friends, then they're obligated to do it because it's your name, right? <laughs> like, like. And I like, still feel guilty. <laughs> but you shouldn't, like, because it's you, you know? If you're yeah. just being you, then they're your friends and they'll understand that. You know? I guess the nice like, thing is, is that with, like, online stuff, I could just start using, like, the name that I prefer. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like an imposter. I, I, I fully support you, and I think it's a great idea, and you should live your dreams. That's and true. fuck, if, if for some reason someone has a problem or thinks it's a hassle, then they can just go fuck themselves. Cause true. It's, it's really not that true. big of a deal. Which is exactly <laughs> what I would tell other people, too. Like, if someone else was saying the same shit to me, I'd be like, no, fuck it. Be called what you want to be called. But for some reason, yeah. when it comes to me, it's a, oh, it's on the bother people, though. And if anyone's hassling you, you just call me over and I'll call you whatever name you decide on and Hell validate yeah. it and that person can fuck off. Hell yeah. And then you can beat them up and I'll cheer you on. Yeah. I mean, I might get beat up in the process, but... No, I'll help you. know you. what? Ooh, yeah. Okay. If, yeah. We, if we work together, we can... <laughs> I think we'll be fine. Yeah. I'll hold them back. This is all, <laughs> this is all recorded on the podcast now. Yeah. Do you want me? I can cut this out if you want. Oh, I don't care. You can keep as much of it as you want for content. None of it bothers me. This part you can cut out, but because I don't know if I want to like conflate this part online, but I wonder if it's how trans people feel, not feeling the gender that they are or how they feel with their like name changes, right? I, I haven't really talked to a lot of people about this yet, but I have been having not like... I want to be a man, but yeah. just that I don't feel like I have a gender a lot yeah. of the times, which is a really fucking weird thing to feel. That's um, not, I don't think that that's weird. It's, it's just been like a thing where I'm like, I don't necessarily disassociate with mm. she as a pronoun because it still seems like such a big part of how I was like raised and who I am. Mm-hmm. But like... Yeah, like, like that makes sense. It's, like, all that thing about, like, the imposter syndrome of, like, yeah. well, am I actually feeling this or am I just, like, weird? I don't know, yeah. you know? Like, like yeah, it's, it's, a, it's well, a weird thing to feel. Do you want, how do you feel about, like, certain pronouns, like, they slash them? Does that feel, like, more similar? Yeah, it, it's weird because it's almost like 
they're kind of interchangeable for me. Like, yeah. I have, I did put they, she in my Instagram bio too at one point just to see oh, how okay. it felt. And, and mm-hmm. I haven't changed it because, well, I don't use my Instagram anyway, so it felt like a safe place to put it where no one would really test it, it and have like a, a smaller testing group, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of what so far has felt the most correct, I guess. But it still feels so weird because like, I don't really have a, a ton of other people that have gender things the same way, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's part of me that just wants to get rid of it altogether and just be like, ugh. Do whatever feels right for you. I don't think anything about what you're experiencing or like what you feel is weird or like mm-hmm. wrong or anything. And I don't think it's possible for it to be weird or wrong in my mind anyway. Other people yeah, may disagree no, and those people will be fucking wrong. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we can do if you want is I can make an effort to refer to you by, like, another pronoun, like, actively refer to you as another pronoun for a little while, and you can, like, actively try calling me, like, Charlie or Annie or something, and we can just be each other's testers and see if it feels comfy or if it feels weird. Because, like, you and I have done weird shit our whole lives. Like, you're set as my mom on Facebook and have been my mom <laughs> yeah. on Facebook for, like, 10 years, I'm pretty sure. And at one point, you were also my wife. I'm I'm also pretty sure we've established ourselves as God and Jesus, too. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have. And <laughs> so we've always done weird shit. So it's, like, not out of the norm for us to do something out of the norm with each other. So Mm -hmm. I don't think, like, it would be a questionable or uncomfortable thing with that. So if you want, we can, like, test with each other and see how it feels and go from there. Full send it. Do you have a preference between, like, Charlie or Annie? Like, if if you prefer Charlie, like, I'm cool with that. I do feel more comfortable with Charlie, I think. Okay. That feels... Because I've always felt more... I don't know. I always grew up with, like, guys and being, like, a guy, right? And so Mm -hmm. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that I feel... Like, I'm personally a man or a boy, but I do feel more masculine. Like, I'm a more masculine form of feminine. And I think that that's pretty apparent in how I've dressed all my life, too. Like, (laughs) I -hmm. don't typically wear super feminine stuff or feel comfortable in it. But I do feel, like, more masculine. And my name, Stephanie, is, like, a super feminine name. Feels super girly. Mm. Has never felt like me. I hate it. I literally cringe when I, like type it i don't like it i don't ugh, i don't like it yeah but charlie yeah. feels more like me yeah also charlie is a very cute name for you <laughs> oh, thank you well and i've had it i changed my name on facebook a long time ago i think in high school to my full name with charlie in my middle name so i've like mm-hmm. had facebook to test it for a long time well and so for pronouns it's kind of strange because I sometimes mm-hmm. feel like I don't have a preference between the two of them. Okay. So it's if you just interchange between the two, like that okay. works for me. Okay. I do have another friend that like just to try and further make you feel like it's not weird. <laughs> another example of like I do know someone else that you also communicate with decently regularly that also has other pronouns. Um, oh, and really? like also associates more with other pronouns they don't make a big deal out of it. So, like, they don't correct people. Mm. They don't feel bothered when, like, someone refers to, like, them as, as male or, oh, or as he. Same, yeah. yeah, he doesn't, like, correct them um, or anything like that. And I've asked him if he minds if I still say he, and he also doesn't mind that. 
but Mm -hmm. he does associate more to feminine pronouns. Um, Oh, I see. So, like, it's not unusual or anything like that. Like, it doesn't make you weird. It doesn't make you unusual. It's just finding out how you feel and what you identify. Like, what are pronouns anyway? Right? Right. Like... I don't understand why it's so weird to have other pronouns. Just find out how someone likes to be referred to as or what makes them comfy and do it. It's like the name thing, right? If I'm more comfortable under a certain name, then why not use it? If you're more comfortable with a certain pronoun or, like, how you view yourself, then, like, fuck yeah. Use that pronoun. Mm -hmm. Fuck anyone that disagrees. If anyone disagrees, they're an asshole. I'm going to use the wrong (laughs) pronouns for them on purpose. See how they like it. I used to hate my name as a kid um, Mm -hmm. because I knew, well, I knew a lot of Taylors, but Mm -hmm. also just, yeah, because it was, I don't know, I just didn't like it. But now that I've gotten older and Mm -hmm. have identified less or maybe more so with, like, less gendered things, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I'm kind of happy that I have a a unisex name, you know? Because it's like... Yeah. It's either or, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I love your name for you. I feel like your name, like, fits, because you've always yeah. been, I don't know how to explain it without sounding assumptuous about you, if that's even a word. <laughs> you can sound or however, like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, if that's somehow a word. It just reminds me of voluptuous for some reason. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you've never worn anything that's, like, super girly, or anything that's super masculine it's always been like neutral and like the color schemes that you typically go for with your aesthetics and stuff like that are also like like in the middle like everything that you do or like aesthetically or how you portray yourself is always like it's never anything that's like super associated with one gender you know Mm -hmm. and so your name fits that too like (laughs) If someone is writing to you in text, hey, it's Taylor, how are you? And you don't know who that person is. You also don't know if it's a guy or a girl. Like, I don't, I initially, like, think of a guy. I think um, it's been interesting, too, because people, I mean, maybe it's just because Twitch, most people assume that it's dudes on the internet. But on Twitch, I get a lot of people just calling me a dude or saying he. Yeah. I never correct because I honestly don't really care. I don't really identify with he. Um, mm-hmm. but I, at the end of the day, I don't care. And for some reason, it kind of almost makes me happier that they're confused about it and they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also weird because it's like, most people would be like, no, this is, this is me. Please understand. But it's like, you can, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> can I ask you a super weird question? Yes. I love weird questions. So when you think of like Arkham Horror stuff, like the Arkham mm-hmm. Horror creatures and everything, obviously we both really like them. I think you like them more than I do, like the whole Arkham creature element. I love thing. the aesthetic, yeah. It's all pretty well known that like there's no gender associated to like Arkham horror creatures. Like Cthulhu isn't like a male or a female. Like Cthulhu mm-hmm. is fucking Cthulhu. Do you think that's part of why you like Arkham horror stuff so much? Like has that ever like been a train of thought? I would say it maybe makes more sense why I like shows like Cyber Six. Ooh, yes you know because oh my it's god like, yes cyber six first of all is an android so technically doesn't really have <gasps> gender anyways oh but my god she also is. like switches kind of between the the feminine and the masculine which is like i feel like even though my overall style is kind of maybe not 
I don't know. I wear a lot of my like Riley's clothes, so it probably is more masculine these days. But but even then, it, it like, is kind of nice to just have anymore. like switch between the two or have the both. You know, yeah. And I always thought that was so cool. Oh my but God, yeah, with yes. with like I I do love Arkham like horror and all the HP Lovecraft stuff, but I don't necessarily mm. know if I'm super into it because of that kind of stuff. Oh I yeah, I am yeah. maybe more into just the general concept of monsters because of that idea, though. You know, oh, interesting. so because. Like, um, I saw a, a TikTok that was talking about how it's um, hot gremlin summer. Um, and I was like, yes, I identify as a gremlin. This is perfect for me. Please. This is going to be hot gremlin summer. 2021 is hot gremlin summer. <laughs> 2021 is the year of hot gremlin energy, dude. Yeah, exactly. That's how I'm feeling about this year. And I'm just going <laughs> to lean into it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Well, sorry if that question was super, like, weird and ignorant. It just, no, no, my no, ADHD brain, like, fired 12 million synapses, and that was the connection it came to. I will answer pretty much any question, honestly. <laughs> I'm not bothered by, I'm not really bothered by a lot unless someone's, like, actually actively being an asshole about something, but I yeah. could never see you doing that, so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. If I am ever an asshole, please tell me, because I swear it's not on purpose. <laughs> I will apologize six million times and make you cheesecake. Oh, oh cheesecake? Now I want you to be an asshole. To oh, me. fuck. Okay. I mean, I'll cry. <laughs> okay, no, don't actually. I would cry. <laughs> no, wait. I can't want to do that yet. No, no, no. I'll just make you cheesecake then. Oh, God. Okay. Should we get back to actual podcast stuff now, maybe? Um, I do have another thing specifically that I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, let's go. Oh, wait, we never actually got around to introducing ourselves. We kind of oh, just fuck. talked about ourselves for <laughs> a bit. We just talked about identity. We, we literally, we, we just had live identity crises. Cri- no, we, we'd helped kind of almost solve some identity cri- crisis. No, crises? No, it's not. Crises. Chrysler? That's it. <laughs> Chrysler. We solved our identity Chrysler. <laughs> Yo, fuck the identity Chrysler. I don't really have any particular dealership uh, loyalty, so I'll take the Yeah, me neither. I, I literally, you know that meme of the guy, like, holding his girlfriend's hand, but then he's looking back at another girl and she notices and is angry oh, about it? Yeah. I had that with my car today, where I'm driving my super reliable Honda Civic, had it for, like, the past nine years. It gets me from point A to point B very safely. But, like, as I was driving my nice Honda, I, like, side-eyed a GMC Jimmy that was for sale on the side of the road. (laughs) (laughs) I became that meme with my car. Uh, If only you could have got pictures of it so you could have just photoshopped it into the actual meme itself. Okay, introductions. Twitter and Instagram is Circeanic, but my... I'm changing everything over to Technonomicon, so... From henceforth, in this podcast, I will be Techronomicon, or just tech, I guess. Tech works, because that sounds cool, too. Yeah, it sounds badass. Cyber mm-hmm. and cool and robot yeah. yeah. Every time I pop into, like, someone's Twitch stream and follow or do something that means they interact, nobody can pronounce it properly. <laughs> and I've got some very interesting... Like, one person, one specific person has been able to get it and say it properly consistently. Everyone else is always like... <laughs> Techno-ro-i-mic-u... Like, oh, I, I, no. 
I was slightly regretting it for a while because I was like, oh no, this is going to happen every single time, <laughs> yes. isn't it? <laughs> but that's how to pronounce it. Tekronomicon. Hell yeah. And this is my co-host, Vlog. Hi, I'm Vlog. I also never get said correctly the amount of people that say plog. <laughs> really? Which is so gross. That, yeah. yeah, that sounds like... Like you've taken a really nasty poop or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I basically effect. roll into chats and get called shit right away. Like, <laughs> I get yeah. plog a lot, and I get plog, where people are like plog, and I'm like, mm, <laughs> good job, champ. You did it. You know what? I'm you proud of you. Sure, that's it. Think like phlegm, but not me. Like, think like phlegm in pronunciation. Don't think like phlegm when you're thinking yeah. about flog. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't yeah. like phlegm. No. I don't know how many people would say they like phlegm. Phlegm is like jizz of the mouth, you know? Oh. Yeah, it's like definitely don't like phlegm after that either. And, like, has a weird consistency to it. Oh, my God. I have to tell this to Riley because Riley has a lot of phlegm problems. I mean, we... Oh, mouth jizz weed, problems. So. Yeah, no, okay, Riley, you have to hear this. <laughs> we've come to we've come to a decision okay. that Flem is mouth jizz. Oh. His face his face is he, I can't he's smiling, so maybe he's pleased. I think he likes it. <laughs> he likes the mouth jizz. He's giving me a grimace now to counteract the smile. Mouth jizz. He realized the connotations behind it. But at first he did look happy, so I want to say secretly he likes the idea of... No, I'm not going to say that on the podcast. It's like the opposite of the reaction that that girl has with her hair back in the ponytail, where she's like, ooh, I hate it. And then she does the whole, like, actually face. Riley was the opposite order, where he's like, actually... And then he's like, wait, no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Moving on from mouth (laughs) jizz... I don't have a good segue into what we're going to talk about next, um, because I, I wanted to bring up another super creepy thing, and I can't remember if they've, like, I love like figured it out. Local, too. Um, oh. All of the, the, the feet. The feet? The feet that always feet? wash up on the shores in that... BC. What? And on the West Coast. Wait, have you not heard about the feet before? No. The only thing oh I on the internet, the only thing I've heard about feet is people wanting to look at them and do things to them. Oh, real quick, mm-hmm. because there's themes of self-harm, uh. I want to start with like a trigger warning at the start. Hi, this is a trigger warning. There are themes of self-harm. The, the topics we are talking about, yeah, do go into... I don't even know how to, like, say it without just saying it, but they do talk about people committing suicide, potentially. Um, Obviously, I'm just reading this off of a Wikipedia article, so I can't really, like, confirm or deny or whatever, but the the themes are there. So if that is something that is upsetting, then uh, you might want to skip the next thing that we talk about. Which is okay. Don't feel bad missing things that make you feel uncomfortable, because... That sucks. Don't feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and we have a lot of other weird stuff that we talk about this episode, so that'll more than make up for it. (laughs) (laughs) We're so weirdly chaotic everywhere else. Just listen to that bullshit, and then skip this part, and then you're fine. Perfect. 
Also, we're going to be talking about, I guess, uh, severed, oh, severed seems like a harsh word, but like feet that are not attached to bodies anymore. So if that's orphaned feet, orphaned feet, (laughs) those poor feet. I know. Um, I legitimately feel bad for the feet. I know that like (laughs) they can't feel, but like I feel bad for the feet. Okay. So get this. All along, like, the waters where, like, they come in around Vancouver Island, like, all up in Vancouver. Vancouver Island? I go there. I'll show you. Well, first of all, I'll send you the map. There's a map from where all of these feet have There's been found. There's a feet map? So you can see kind of where all of the different feet have been found. And they're just feet, like, Like just human feet. feet? Yes. What? I'll read a little bit. I'm <laughs> Wait, literally there's just... there's a place on this map called... <laughs> Wait, really? Right underneath Vancouver Island, August 2008. <laughs> oh, yeah. P Y S H T. I want to say it's probably more like pished? Pi- 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 I want to say pished, but that sounds very close to piss, and I don't want to. Anyways. <laughs> oh, my God. It's straight up like pshht. Like, it's psht. like making fun of you every time you read it. Oh, where do you live? Ah, oh, pshht. oh they go to america too well because some of the water flows down past the border so they just wind up there um oh oh but that begs so what's the current of well i think that ocean i think that is what a lot of people and i can't remember if it was ever confirmed but i did remember seeing people talk about like yeah the current comes in so if there are bodies in the ocean for some reason they might just get they but could like be these American, are specifically feet like these are just specifically feet like i don't feel like okay yeah so i'm focusing on parts, the location right? of the feet too much okay we could come back to that so tell me about the feet it looks like beginning somewhere around 2007 is when they first discovered a f- it was just a foot it says that the BC Coroner Services ruled out foul play in the investigations. What? Or r- ruled out that the feet came from people who were... Hold on. I'm just going to read this this sentence. It's it's on Wikipedia, so I'm kind of stealing their content. But, Hell yeah. Uh, in, in Canada, the BC Coroner Service said in December 2017 that foul play had been ruled out by authorities in all investigations and that the feet came from people who were killed either in accidents or by suicide and the feet detached during the normal decomposition process the feet were usually found in sneakers which the coroner thought were responsible for both keeping the feet buoyant enough to eventually wash ashore and gave them enough protection from decomposition to be found relatively intact so yeah this feels like inside job (laughs) so no (laughs) inside foot job um (laughs) no 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 so you know have you ever like watched a superhero movie and imagined it in the real world where you're like where you think of the effect on everyone else right yeah so this feels like the after effects of like a pirates of the caribbean movie where like a ship crashes (laughs) yeah and then like (laughs) these feet just come ashore like it feels like the <laughs> aftermath of a Pirates of the Caribbean movie or like a zombie movie. Like zombie yeah. feet are like coming ashore and you're like, what is that? Basically, feet have just been washing up on the shores of BC for like the last. When was the over last 10 one? Years. 
Uh, let's see. I think there was one in 2019. Um, foot found in a boot, later tied to DNA. Oh, wow. They tied it to DNA of a missing person. <gasps> what? January 2019 in, in Everett. I wanted so to live the there at one point because I had a crush on a guy with that name at one point. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to move there. He didn't <laughs> live there. Crush- I just wanted to live there because it was named after him. Named Everett. <laughs> it's like, listen, my brain works in mysterious ways, okay? Okay, I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, good news. We're safe. There's no feet near us. So, like, they say that, I guess it's the BC coroner service, so maybe they're just talking about BC foot, and this one was found in Washington. So, but, like, if the BC coroner service say they don't ex- think foul play was involved, and yet some people might, like, they don't know why they've disappeared. Like, that, how can you yeah. make that conclusion? Well, but, and, like, this is, like, how often do feet come ashore? Like, there's other oceans in this world. Are there other countries yeah. or other cities, like harbors? Is this like a harbor city problem that nobody talks about? Like maybe this is consistent throughout the world mm. and it is just a natural phenomenon somehow. People die in the ocean, they drown and shit. Well, I'm also looking because that says in on Wikipedia, I guess, it says, uh, finding feet and not the rest of the bodies has been deemed unusual. Finding two feet mm-hmm. has been guessed at million to one odds and has thus been referred to as an anomaly by one police officer. Finding of the third foot made it the first time a police officer interviewed knew about that uh, that three such discoveries had been made so close to each other. So it's like just the fact that we're just getting feet <laughs> and like <laughs> that we keep getting feet, right? Like, That's like it's so, so weird. odd. Yeah. And, and I can tell you, like, the dates here are listed August 2007, uh, August 20th, 2007, August 26th, 2007, February 8th, 2008, May 2008, June 2008. Wow, lots in the, like, mid-2000s. But it's been yeah. fairly consistent. Like, then there's one in 2009, two from 2010, three 2011... 2012, one in 2014. So it maybe has been slowing down. Well, and these are just, but these are just the dates that they were found, right? So what about the decomposition dates on like when they think these people that owned these limbs, when they died? Is it all like from the same date? Like, are they, did they all die around like one specific summer or something? And the feet are just hurt like as they're washing up on shore over time. Well, see, it's interesting because I'm reading through the different descriptions of these feet. And mm-hmm. one of them that was found in 2014, um, mm-hmm. they mentioned the model of the shoe, the New Balance Model 622. This model of shoe was first available for sale in April 2008. But oh, the foot was so found like in 2014, and that's when oh oh no because but I, I mean I mean 2007 they <gasps> could have just like had them since then they could have just bought them like you don't know but it's it's weird to me that it's mentioned in the article like or this Wikipedia thing like it's anyways. but the first few feet were found in 2007 so if that shoe didn't come out until 2008 then that means that whoever owned that foot died after feet had already started showing up on shore. The thing about these feet is they are specifically mentioned to have not been severed. So they are like coming away from a body probably because of decomposition. Mm -hmm. So it's 
that, that, I mean, they're not like, it's not like someone is purposely cutting off feet and throwing them into the water, right? <laughs> it's just the aftermath um, of a serial killer. Like, a serial killer that's like, I'm just going to throw all my bodies into the ocean and we vibe in. No one's going to mm-hmm. know. And then <laughs> feet are coming up on. It's like what I was talking about, the aftermath of superhero films. Except this is the aftermath of serial killers. I wonder if I can still see find this website there is a website that you can go on that has all of the wind and water currents of like the world basically and now i don't remember what website that is and it was really cool and you could like customize it and i'm so interested to go to it and see like moon tides and stuff like well just like where is the flow of water coming from because because like wouldn't that help you to determine like especially the date that the feet were found and based off of decomposition and stuff that you'd be able to like have a general idea of where the rest of the body would be located Yeah. They had to have matched some of these two bodies. They get a foot and they're like, okay, it's like a scavenger hunt. (laughs) A really, really messed up scavenger hunt. (laughs) This is like a saw scavenger hunt. A foot shows up on shore and you're like, oh, next fucking scavenger hunt has begun. Time to track the fucking movement of water over the last like week or two or last few months go off of the decomposition like okay well it would have died at approximately this time frame so water movements for that it would be so dope oh my god like you know in a really messed up way i found the site i sent you a link to it i think this is the site at least it does something similar but i'm looking at like where we are and i don't see like a lot of crazy water currents i thought it would just like maybe give a better idea as to like where the general flow (laughs) is coming from but honestly the area where we are looks fairly dark in terms of actual current flow so yeah who even knows like these are all going all sorts of different directions so i'm curious as to how many of these have led to bodies being found it doesn't look like many have been identified or like the dna has really been Like, let's see. Okay, so the first one that they found, August 20th, 2007. They say the remains were identified as those of a missing man suffering from depression. So, I guess they assume that his was So, they assumed he, like, killed himself. I guess so. Hey, not everyone with depression does that, assumers. Second one doesn't look like it was linked to anyone. Third one... No, that's just they found the same foot from someone else. Wait, what? Oh, so they found the second foot? A right foot in a size 11. This is from February 8, 2008. The remains were identified as a 21-year-old Surrey man reported missing four years prior whose death is considered not suspicious. What? Indicating either misadventure or suicide. How? 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 He went missing, but it's not suspicious. He went missing four years prior, too. And it's like now is when... How is that Some not suspicious? part of him is washing up. It would just be so interesting to see if they have some sort of data, like if someone is still working on this or if someone has ever been working on this, like some sort of data to figure out if they can pinpoint where these are all coming from, you know? Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, next. Woman's right foot. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. Woman's right foot. Woman's rights? Like, 
it's it's <laughs> that's where my brain went you're like women's <laughs> right and my immediate thought was women's rights and i was like ah yes women <laughs> we're on that kind of podcast now um it's so yeah they bring up like the shoe was a new balance sneaker manufactured in 1999 so i guess it's just to like have information out there oh in 2011 the fourth sneaker found in kirkland island was identified as being Part of a pair of blue and white New Balance sneakers belonging to a woman who jumped from the Patello Bridge in April oh. 2004. It's interesting. A lot of these could actually be suicides. Kirkland Island. So I'm just trying to think of where that is in relation to the Patello Bridge in New West. It looks like it might be the water inland that's bringing them out to like the inlet where the bigger water area is, like where you take the ferry and shit like that. I don't remember the name of it. But it, it might be that the smaller rivers and shit inland are what's bringing this out rather than it being from the ocean or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, hold on. I want to look up another thing here. So there was the February 8th, there was a foot found on Valdez Island, BC. And then on, what is this one? <laughs> June 16th. That's the date. Okay. A man's left foot was found by two hikers floating in water in Delta. And they confirmed... The right foot found on February 8th belonged to the same man. So... I mean, at least they could unite the feet. West West Ham Island and Valdez Island? Now I'm, like, looking at the map, like, comparing these. Yeah, oh, same, dude. Feet map. West, West Ham is, like, yeah, Delta. That's where the second foot was found. The first foot was found. Valdez Island is Vancouver Island, like, kind of near Nanaimo. So... Yeah. That's across the water. I'm just trying to see if there's any others that have been, like, linked to people. Because there are definitely a lot that, obviously, they can't... If you don't have DNA because is there, them. like, a trend? Is it always, like, a certain... Like, the same gender or the same, like... Do they look similar or... It's hard to tell. The first one was a woman's foot. Size mm-hmm. 12 Adidas. Size 12 woman's foot? Let's go! Yeah, it looks like it. Hell yeah. Or, wait, no, sorry, I read that wrong. Oh. A girl visiting from Washington found those foot, but it was a man's foot. Oh, I got really stoked at the idea of a woman that wears a size 12. That can step on me. <laughs> um, It does look like most of them were, were men's feet, but it wasn't exclusive. Okay. Yeah, so... October 27, 2009, remains were identified as a Vancouver area man who was reported missing January 2008. So a lot of them are like missing pe- like persons first. A lot of them are missing people, which I guess if you were, if these were people that did end up taking their life, then that would make sense because a, a lot of people in Vancouver do jump off a bridge, unfortunately. Really? What are the, like, rates of suicide for Vancouver? Well, but this is assuming that it's, like, based in Vancouver. But, like, so it would really be the demographic for, like, our province in general. Like, or our yeah. coastal cities of our province anyway. And just, like, yeah, the flo- the water flowing out from the inland and into the ocean and the little strait between Vancouver Island and the mainland, basically. Well, and, like, this would then just be, like, a symptom of it. Because what if the suicide rate is, like, the same throughout the entire province? You just, like, don't find feet more inland on the province, right? Yeah. Or is it just that, like, having the water nearby is so, makes it so much easier for, like, impulse? It's also, isn't it, like, the most painful way to die, too? I honestly have no idea. 
It's oh, very I've possible. heard that drowning is like the most painful way to die because you, it's not so be slow because your like lungs fill up first and it's very painful and then you can't breathe so then you're like choking. It like ends up being very long. So I know that's a very graphic description, but um, yeah, definitely does not sound like a good choice. But I guess that the ho- some people might not feel like they have a choice. There have been people who, not that I know very well, but who I used to know and then I heard about later, like oh yeah that ended up happening and they survived and then I just living close to a bridge you sometimes just hear about incidents of people and oh traffic was fucked because someone tried to jump yeah yeah it's kind of crazy I mean I was that person I Mm. was suicidal for a while mostly because of the side effects of a medication I had those tendencies or like those thoughts when I was a teenager but as I got older they went away and I didn't like feel them anymore or like get those darker thoughts and stuff like that anymore they were starting to go away but then I went on for my fibromyalgia I went on like um an anti-seizure medication thing a nerve blocker and they have like side effects of depression and anxiety both of which I already have So it just like made it all worse and all those thoughts came back way worse than they did before. But that sounds um, horrific. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, because I was older when it hit me um, and because I had already like started that journey of self-healing and wanting to be better and feel better and stuff like that. Um, I was already pretty open with my doctor about a lot of stuff. So I just like went to her and when, you know, broke down and cried and told her, which was super hard. The hardest part was just starting the conversation, but. Oh yeah. So thankfully like nothing happened with me, but like I did try when I was younger and now I'm past it and don't have those thoughts anymore. So if anyone has thought about stuff like that before, get help <laughs> definitely <laughs> like <laughs> i'm sorry it sounds so harsh but like yeah. no i understand what you're saying the hardest part is just saying it so like just do it just say it whether it's to someone on the phone or a friend or a doctor preferably a doctor like just start the conversation and like work through it because you can definitely you can definitely move past it it definitely mm-hmm. does go away it definitely can't end it doesn't feel like it at the start but like there are ways to make it end without making it end, you know, Jeffiel? Mm-hmm. Well, and also, you kind of can't trust yourself when you're feeling that too, because there are a lot of lies you will tell yourself that make mm-hmm. it seem like things are never going to get better. But I, I don't know, just my own experience with having, I was never um, to the point where I felt suicidal, um, mm-hmm. although I think a lot of that is also just because I am genuinely terrified of death, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was like, there are these cycles of you, you tell yourself, oh, yeah, you're you're a burden to everyone. This was how it was for me, at least. It's like, you're a burden to everyone. Everyone's been lying to you the whole time. Like, I, anyways, I don't want to talk about it too much because it might, I don't want to, like, make anyone feel those things or, like, bring them back up for anyone else. But you can't really, like, trust what your brain is telling you, you know? Yeah. And with being mm, more experienced influencer-wise, I guess... Um, mm-hmm. which I, I, I don't know, that sounds so cunty every time, but, um, <laughs> I, I fucking hate saying it. It literally feels cunty, but. I know what you mean, but. <sighs> but like with being more experienced with the influencer side, mm-hmm. talking about this stuff is really scary because people get canceled for so much stuff. So yeah. I get really scared to talk about this kind of stuff. And then also scared 
about like triggering someone else but at the same time I think that it's really important to talk about it because there is such I feel like the fears of being canceled and the fears of triggering people end up creating more stigma instead of getting rid of stigma because then you feel even more pressured to not talk about it because you get scared for other people but then nobody talks about it and it's just a cycle so i think it's good to talk about like it's hard and it's scary to talk about but i think it it's good because it's just helping to remove that stigma of like, no, we shouldn't, actually, we shouldn't be talking about this. Actually, maybe we won't post this. Because I know even just during this conversation, I thought to myself, maybe we shouldn't post this part, or maybe we shouldn't include this. Mm-hmm. But then we're just feeding into stigma, and I think that you and I both have experiences with different facets of this, and so mm-hmm. it's healthy to talk about it, because then we feel less weird talking about it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also, like you were kind of talking about imposter syndrome earlier like you get that Mm. with your own mental health problems too right oh like especially with with like I feel like in general my life has been fairly easy and so when I am feeling depressed it's like why am I feeling this way nothing bad has really happened to me I don't I have a great life like why is it and I get imposter syndrome and tell myself okay well this probably isn't depression then it's probably just you know, this is probably just normal me, which is a very bad way to think about it because then you start associating bad things with yourself and then you start, right? Like, so it's been a a process of, like, actually recognizing, okay, these are not normal things that I'm thinking and I have noticed that I have experienced that less now that I have uh, acknowledged it, I guess, or, like, Mm -hmm. kind of come to terms with it, but... The understanding of it. It's a process, yeah, so... Mm -hmm. But I definitely feel like... I mean, 2020 was so weird because it felt like it was... It almost gave me a chance to put the things in my life on pause that... So that Mm -hmm. I could focus a little bit more on that, which was a very lucky position to be in for 2020, so... Well, I don't even think it's just the 2020 avenues or the 2020 experience of quarantine that gave Mm -hmm. you time to do it I think it's also just that it's something that you've wanted to do like you were actively kind of thinking about your mental health and actively thinking of ways to work on your mental health before the quarantine because when I started counseling you know COVID wasn't a thing yet and you were like already reaching out and thinking about it then so Mm -hmm. you've been wanting like you've been working on yourself for a long while now like a couple of years now and you've made like huge progress I think I mean I think so yeah I mean I I definitely feel less scared of things like I used to be fucking terrified of everything so there's definitely you weren't terrified of everything well, I mean, I it might not have always seemed that way, but there was yeah. always, that, like, basically Aww. everything that I did, there was always a little underlying fear of, oh my god, this is going to go terribly, everything is going to go terribly, and it's going to be all my fault, and blah, 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 blah. Like, it was a constant, Aww. like... I'm yeah, sorry, so it took a, It took a bit to... Well, yeah, and I mean, I think... I think just in general realizing how exhausted I've emotionally been for a while just because of that. So 2020 was like the, once I kind of had a bit of a break from my day job, which Mm -hmm. like going into my day job is customer service and it actually brings a lot of stress into my life because I'm very introverted and people in general interacting with them Mm -hmm. takes a lot of energy out of me. So 
I would like go into work and then just all of my energy would be depleted from just being around people constantly. And yeah. then I'd get home and just feel drained. So then I wouldn't do anything except like be on my phone or go on my computer. And then it was just a cycle. So I can't even yeah. remember what the original point of me bringing that up was. But yeah, it was it was not a great time. And I kind of just retreated from everything for a while. And now mm. with 2020, my... I got a work from home for my job, which was crazy because it's customer service. So there was no way yeah. I was going to be able to do that, like, on a regular basis. Yeah. Got a little bit of a reprieve from going into work and then ha- actually felt like I had, like, time to sit down and manage myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, and to do the things that you actually want to do. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm still trying to figure that out, too, because part mm. of my anxiety is that I don't really fucking know what I want to do like oh that's the biggest mood right like I know I want to end up I want to have a house I want to have a garden and a studio or a workshop and some animals and a kid eventually and like that's like I can I just have that like I don't need anything else you know I don't Mm -hmm. I don't really have any like professional aspirations because I'm kind of cool with I don't know I feel like I have more of a style of work than a place I want to work but yeah I'm just rambling about random shit now. We might want to get back to the podcast. <laughs> oh, I mean, at this point, I think that's just kind of what our... I feel like this is a good progression for our podcast. Instead of going t- from very, like, structured, this is our topic for the entire thing. Let's mm-hmm. just try and riff about that topic. Whereas yeah. this is more like a conversation play style. Which I, I like almost that. prefer because I like engagement with people, too. And I want people to be able to resonate with something hopefully or Mm -hmm. enjoy a specific thing and want to like come converse about it so and also it helps us get to know each other more too well yeah of course that's always nice um but just just in general like just because i mean i'm not super on the internet now but i do travel the other podcast and i am planning on streaming at some point so i feel like this podcast is just a good extra internet thing to like yeah Mm -hmm. so people can kind of figure out who we are and it's a little bit deeper than just what else we put out on the internet you know which is yeah kind of nice and it's just yeah i i like the more casualness of it so it's yeah. For, I just, I stress myself out when I feel like there's some sort of pressure, you know, and then it just yeah. makes things not good. <laughs> I feel that completely. And also just with where I'm at with content creation, I mean, I wanted to, I mean, you know me, it's go big or go home. And I've always yeah. like pushed for that professionalism thing. So with my content creation, I was like, okay, if I'm going to do content creation, I have to stream a whole bunch of hours I have to put in all of this work and it has to be super above board or whatever and it just got really exhausting and then I lost my creative outlet yeah which was hard too and so with going to a more casual setup I think it relieves pressure from you and I and gives back some of that creative outlet we're like I just I just want to like get to know people and I just want to be creative and get my thoughts out and vibe and see what happens if we ever did want to do a more structured episode for some reason like Mm -hmm. we could totally still do that but I think for the the main point of the episodes I definitely think a format more like this episode is Mm -hmm. makes more sense this is like the title is just kryptonics human feet imposter syndrome and 
identity crisis crisis chrysler identity chrysler i feel like that's what i should call this episode is just identity chrysler (laughs) the identity chrysler Um, but like yeah hopefully it's interesting i mean i feel like we've had a good conversation that's interesting to listen to but well i guess we'll find out yeah i mean but also like fuck it so I don't fucking care. At this point, I don't fucking care what other people think. It was enjoyable for me. I got to hang out with you for a couple hours and talk. We got to talk about some weird shit and get way too personal with the internet. And I'm now I know about human feet around my area and I'm going to be looking for them every fucking time I go to a beach. So Yeah. Well, I mean, the last one was found in 2019, apparently from a person who went missing in 2016. So for all we know, we could be getting more. It just depends on the tides and the currents, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I hope it's not me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, not me that's not doing it, but like, I hope my foot doesn't show up, you know? Like... Oh, I mean, I feel like you'd have to have your body wind up in a river at some point for that to be a thing. I could see that happening, though. Do you know how clumsy I am? I was just going to say, what if what if you purposely tried to do that, where you're like, okay, fam, when I die, here's what you're going to do. <laughs> you line up a mystery? My body. That sounds amazing. Wait. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, try not to, like, scar someone Like an ARG, but with, like, my body. Hell yeah. (laughs) I want to do a scavenger hunt of my body. Dude, that would be the creepiest and yet also most metal thing ever. (laughs) That is so tempting. Don't give people a reason to to want to, like, murder mystery you, though. You don't want to set up that situation. Yeah, no, I want it to be consensual. Like... (laughs) Ah, a consensual murder mystery with your actual corpse. Preferably when I'm an elder boomer, some, not millennial, Uh, but some like adult zoomer will be like, yeah, okay, old lady, I'll chop you up and spread your limbs. (laughs) What comes after zoomer? Have we? I feel like we're almost getting to the point where we need a middle term. I feel like zoomer is like really young. And Boomer is, like, old. I feel like there needs to be something... Like, Noodle. Noodle? I don't know why Noodle, but that's just what came to mind. But you have Zoomer, Noodle, I'm and okay Boomer. I'm okay with Noodle. <laughs> that doesn't work can we be? Can we be Noodle? I think Noodle? Can we be Noodle? No, no, no. I like this. I like this. I'm Noodle now. We're Noodles. We are not Millennials. We are We're noodles. noodles. That's it. So someday when I'm a Boomer, a Noodle will help me out. Oh, Millennials goes all the way back to 1980, according to this website. 1980 to 1994. So we are actually on the edge of Zoomers. We're not on the edge of Boomers. No, I feel way too old to be a Zoomer. Oh, wait. Sorry. Yeah, there's there's Boomers and then there's Gen X. And Gen X is like... See, that fits way less 65 than to 79. No, we're still Noodles. That's still... That's canon in my head. All these people who call us Millennials are wrong now. That's the way that it is. I'm a Noodle. You're a Noodle. I'm a Chonky Noodle. And then it's Gen Z, which are Zoomers. And then apparently after that, they've named it Gen Alpha. But that like... just means I hold more sauce, though. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. What? <laughs> I love no. I I'm love just that. having I my own little fucking conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's the best part, right? So, dude, sauces are great. It's like my favorite part of most meals yeah. if it's included. Yeah, we've we've been recording for a while, and those were really the only like major creepy things that I wanted to talk about for today. I'm yeah. glad that you didn't know either of them because I kind of got to like teach you a little no, bit. No, yeah, I know nothing and I'm, I am I want to deep dive this feet thing later too. Well, thanks everyone for listening. The, the people who are listening who've stuck around for our 
incredibly long break with me basically not giving any updates the whole time. So, <laughs> you know, thanks for that. Um, thank you for being understanding. No, you're doing fine. <laughs> Um, I mean, usually when I post about the podcast, I post about it on my blog, which is circeanic.home.blog. So if you're looking for updates on podcast episodes, um, follow us there. I'm going to be really honest. I'm bad with social media. So I might like we have a Twitter and an Instagram, but I honestly don't know if I'm ever going to use them. So I'll keep them just in case. But uh, if you want updates, maybe our personal social medias are probably going to be the better place to go. Oh, but also be careful of mine. No, don't be careful. <laughs> I post some weird shit. Yeah, that's why. You, no, go full on. <laughs> go to Flog's Twitter and just embrace everything, you know? Oh, God. Be careful. I feel like it, if I start posting on Twitter or Instagram, I'm going to start posting some real weird shit that's going to make you feel <gasps> less weird. Yeah. So, um, maybe I like that's it. What I, I want doing. that. I want that greatly i am on social media as circeanic but i am going to be switching over maybe i'll switch my twitter over to at some point since i never use my twitter right now but switching yeah. over to techronomicon so t-e-c-h-r-o-n-o fuck no i lost track you can <laughs> you can spell it out it's like necronomicon but with tech in front of it instead so riley's laughing at me in the background <laughs> ground (laughs) and then flog is on twitter oh everywhere technically um i'm scared of instagram because everyone's so pretty (laughs) oh you're pretty too what are you talking about you are one of those pretty instagram people (laughs) you have to accept it you have to accept it i I don't think i ever can but i'm technically on there i just only updated like every few months or something but i'm on twitter too much to overcompensate so (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) thanks for listening everyone and hopefully your 2021 has been as full-on as ours have been so far and by full-on i mean i don't know what i mean by that i just said it oh i'm also on youtube and twitch (laughs) oh yeah also vlog on those places on all the places I have primarily, and by primarily, I mean basically exclusively gaming content on my YouTube, but I've actually been looking and thinking about other content that's not gaming related for my YouTube. Ooh, fun. But also, it takes more effort, which is more time, so I'm trying to find more of that so that I can do that. But I have ideas. Ooh. And then Twitch is just, I stream, it's chaotic and weird and honestly not worth watching yes it is it's amazing it's fun (laughs) go go and watch vlog stream because it's a lot of fun and she has a lot of fun and makes a lot of jokes and has a lot of laughs i make a lot of weird noises some of them you should probably wear headphones (laughs) (laughs) Uh, with very good audio crispness oh god no god (laughs) Uh, okay. I don't know what else to say, so that's probably it. And my food is done, so I'm definitely going now. Oh, dang. All right. Well, from these okay. saucy noodles, have a good night. Oh, no. We're not on, like, radio or oh. anything, so it might not even be it's nighttime. It's fine. <laughs> a good night. Okay. I don't care what time it is for you. It's nighttime now. Okay. Yeah. That's... Yep. Okay. And uh, I'm hitting stop.